This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. So, you know, we talk about different regions of the country in sprint car racing. Of course, our friends out on the west coast of California, of course, the Pennsylvania Posse, Ohio. And a lot of times we talk about the Midwest, and I, and I think we all think about Knoxville. Rightly so. Yeah. It's Knoxville. It's the sprint car capital of the world. But, Aaron, a part of the country that fascinates me is the upper Midwest, the Dakotas and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I am telling you, the racing heritage and history up there is yeah. absolutely amazing. I think we've seen it when we've gone to Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've also seen it when Houston's came back to line. But even you think about Doug Wolfgang, you just think about the Dakotas. Doug Wolfgang and Donnie Schatz. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. I'll take your I'll take your any other two states in the country, but you take you you take the Dakotas and you take those two drivers and you you got two of Mount Rushmore right there. It's true. It's really true. That part of the country is such a rich, rich area of racing, and and I find it one of those areas that I don't I I think when I think of Midwest, I I, I know I'm guilty of it. I think of Knoxville, and and yes, Knoxville's part of that. Knoxville is a big old trip south for those yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. Is is what that is. But that part of the country is amazing. It really is. And I feel like every time we talk to Bill Baylog or anyone from the IRA, we're like, oh, yeah, there is a lot of great racing. Like, it's almost a reminder because it's not just Minnesota, Dakotas. You have Wisconsin. And, I mean, yeah. there's, like, a lot of great racetracks, right? And that, you got Sheboygan. I Sheboygan. Mean, I mean, the Plymouth Tracks. Dirt Track. Come on. But, I mean, you think about Forbrook. And, like you said, uh, going back through the Jackson Forbrook, Hall of Fame. Yeah. You have uh, Jerry Riker and, like, a lot of really famous guys who had a lot of success in Knoxville and Nebraska. That Like, that whole area, there is a lot more racing than I feel like we almost give credit for. And I think I think sometimes when we have to have one of those things like Houston's closing and Houston's reopening for us to realize yeah. that, whoa. Yeah. I mean, you know, listening to Terry McCarl a couple years ago at Knoxville talking about Houston stories. When we had, who was the, there was 
somebody that was, she ran the pageants at Knoxville, and she had some inside story about <laughs> Terry getting into a crowd, fight with the crowd at Houston's or something shocker. like that. I know, I, shocker. Yeah, I had what a few you, altercations with Terry at Houston's Did you really? Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine, shocker. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. A fiery redhead and Terry McCarl racing cars on the racetrack. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, one at East Bay and one at Houston's. Those are our two. And we're good buds. It's all good. But, yeah, we love had it. our few I love it. moments. So, I, I bring this all up. Oh, by the way, she's Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post. This is Wing Nation, presented by Dry Dean, by DRF Racing Oil, and by Hercules Tires. And and we're going to talk about another element, uh, to another element of this success in the Upper Midwest. Yeah. Mark Dobmeyer is going to join yeah. us, Dynamite. And, of course, it's been, a, it's been a rough stretch for Dynamite with an injury up at Cedar Lake. But uh, never a dull moment. No, and he's the the king of River City Speedway. Oh, River Cities. Yeah, we yeah. didn't even mention that yeah. when we talk about it. Like Johnny Gibson's best. And Beaver Dam. I mean, I know that's for, but there's so many tracks in that area that we yeah. just. Yeah, so, so we're going to talk to Mark Dobmeyer. Yep. And uh, we're going to just talk about that, how his recovery is going, how his kids' racing is going. we got a lot of ground to talk and to cover with Mark Dobmeyer. So that is what we're going to do today here on the podcast. But I want to remind you or let you know that last weekend, some great racing out at Knoxville Raceway. It was Geo Selzy leading, but like a shark in the water. It was Kyle Larson chasing. Tony Bacham and Blake Anderson with the call on the uh, flow, uh, flow racing. Yeah, it was on flow racing, yep. okay? Uh, it is our Dry Dean Diesel All Deftifying Move of the Week. And now for the Dry Dean Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on track moves. Goes high and he'll dart down through the middle in turn number two and down the back stretch. Larson rooping in Geo Selzy. Your race is for the lead. You've got a new leader in turn four. Kyle Larson takes the lead for Geo Selzy. That Deftifying Move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Def the official DEF of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Pride. Passion. Performance. We are... We are. We are Team Dryden. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. So we are talking today about the big racing tradition and heritage in the upper Midwest. Aaron Everham and Steve Post here on Wing Nation, presented by Dean, by DRF Racing Oil, and by Hercules Tires. We're in the Hercules Tires studio, by the way. And joining us via the Sage Fruit Hotline is a guy that has a lot of checkered flags in that storied area as well in championships. Dynamite, Mark Dobmeyer joins us. Hello, Mark. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Well, thanks for having me back. It's good to talk to you again. Great to talk to you. I guess the first and foremost question is, how is the recovery coming along since your crash up at Cedar Lake in July? How are you doing? Well, the recovery is uh, coming along very well. Um, it's uh, I had a doctor's appointment last week, and they're going to go a couple more weeks with uh, just trying to uh, get everything healed up, and then we'll uh, we'll start physical therapy in about another two and a half weeks. So 
Um, so far, the mobility has gotten a lot better. I've been able to kind of uh, get around without a walker now, and I can drive my own pickup, so things are looking up a little bit. But it's a, uh, it's a long recovery process, and I'm not a very patient guy, so we're kind of struggling with that part of it. <laughs> not patient race car driver. <laughs> Never heard of that before. Yeah, uh, odd, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spend too much time talking about you know what happened, the crash, but just curious, like, do, do you know what actually caused the impact on your back? Because it's such an important thing in sprint car racing. I, I feel like we see it happen too often. Um, at the end of the day, it was just the inertia from the hard hit. Um, basically, it was a... It doesn't look like much when you watch it. It was your average uh, rollover, I guess you could say, for a sprint car. Um, but the bad thing was when it came down the last time, it came down extremely flat. So when it did that, it, it bottomed out, the frame hits the ground. And then at that point, the only thing left to absorb the impact is your body. And, uh, you know, I had I had good safety equipment and uh, everything was all set up right. But at the end of the day, it was just that hard impact at the end um, that, that caused all the issues. Uh, a lot of people thought the rear end came up and hit my seat, but that wasn't the case. It was just... Uh, just a hard impact, and the uh, the inertia's got to go somewhere, and it came out through me. <laughs> Mark, it was very similar, and 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 I heard a podcast you were on earlier. You talked about it very similar to to Kevin Swindell's crash at uh, in Knoxville, as far as that goes. Your uh, long term results are significantly better than Kevin's, but is is there anything just as a race car driver? Is there anything that can be done, or is this just kind of one of those spots that were that, that just kind of comes with the territory? You know, I, they've uh, we've come a long way in safety equipment, yeah. and they're uh, like I, I had a very good uh, insert in my seat, and I had a, a great seat. Um, I had everything that we needed, um, but obviously it wasn't enough. So I, I mean, we also got to we all got to dig a little bit harder and try to come up with uh, something to uh, resolve this issue as well. But uh, I don't know. We, uh, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword. You wanna you wanna lower your seat down and possibly get more padding, but at the same time you can't. There's not much room there because your drive lines run right between your legs and your rims right behind you. So. Um, you could get impact from that if you get too low. So I really don't know what we can do, but uh, hopefully we can come up with something to make it a little bit safer. Yeah, there has to be something, something we can work on because we don't want to keep seeing you guys get injured. Now, you mentioned <laughs> that you're, you're back driving your truck. Were you driving the merchandise trailer that got pulled over the other day? Saw that on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I wasn't at the point, um, but, yeah, it was pretty funny. We were uh, excited to go down to watch the opener at Houston there, so we, uh, we took off early in the morning because we were going to, set up at a Buffalo Wild Wings at lunchtime. So we left my house at about 7.30 in the morning, and we didn't get but three miles down the road. We got pulled over right away. So it was uh, pretty comical. So Awesome start to the road trip, that's for sure. Okay, so you're yeah. you're, you're cooped up. You're, you're not a patient. I want to I go back to this truck driving thing, okay? You're not a patient race car driver. You're cooped up. You can't move around. When they gave you your freedom to drive the pickup truck, <laughs> what was that like? It was uh, it was relieving, you know. It's, uh that. I tell you what, my my support group around here has been been amazing. So uh, for a long time there, my wife obviously was driving me around and chauffeuring me around. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not a patient guy. So I wanted to come to the radiator shop, at least answer phones or take care of stuff for the guys, whatever I can to do to free it up. So it's like uh, I had to depend on her all the time. And it was just kind of a, it was kind of a struggle there because I want to go and do all this stuff, but I can't at the point. So um, it was uh, it was definitely a good feeling to be able to uh, kind of be a little bit more independent and get around on your own. So. So, so you're headed to Houston Speedway, Mark. I know you've had a ton of success at, at Houston. It's, it's one of, I, I think, it's probably got to be one of your favorite tracks. What has it meant to you to see it open? And and obviously, it was probably not fun to be a spectator, but just to see the crowd there and the excitement around Houston's opening up again. It, it was amazing. You know, I've had so much, so many good memories from Houston Speedway, and uh, there's so much good things going on there. When and when it uh, when Chuck did take it over, and he's building it up and. 
I was uh, I was so excited for the future of it, and then all of a sudden it got taken away for three years. So it was uh, it was uh, it was great to get back here, finally see that uh, Todd Quirin's taking the ball, and he obviously with everything he did at Jackson Motorplex, I mean what he can do for Houston is going to be amazing as well. I mean the facility's already great, but Todd really knows how to to put on a good show and keep things to entertain the fans and uh, just keep it a great event and. Uh, but to, to be there on Sunday night was amazing. The place was just just electric, just like we remembered on the big nights. Uh, it actually reminded me of the uh, the night that Tony Stewart was there a few years ago, and and uh, they had like a a maxed out crowd of like ten thousand people, and uh, it was just a buzz in, in the air. So it's exactly how it was on Sunday night. I had set up my t-shirt trailer um, probably two hundred yards from the uh, entrance of the pet gate, and I watched cars driving solid for like three hours straight all the way down the hill traffic was backed up to uh to brandon and there was a line that was like a half mile long just to get into the racetrack it was absolutely crazy there was a huge amount of fans there and just the electricity all the excitement to finally get houston speedway open was was absolutely amazing you could you could feel the electricity all night long you you alluded to it also and we talked a little bit about this in our opening segment of the show uh, to get it open is great. Uh, what and 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 Chuck, there, there's a lot of people roll their eyes, but he invested a lot in the property. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when Todd Quaring acquired this thing, he acquired a state of the art. There was a lot of work done there. So let, let's give Chuck credit for what he did on it. But but I want to talk a little bit about now the stability that Todd Quaring brings to it. This is such an important racetrack. As a racer from that region, what does that mean? You, Jackson's stabilized. Jackson's good to go. What does it mean to have now Houston's in that stable, same 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 compartment, if you will? I mean, this is just, just a great, great feeling because, uh, I mean, it, it's definitely a good sign to see what's going to come in the future here because, yeah. you know, Houston's was always a Sunday night show. We got Knoxville, it's always a Saturday night show, and Jackson. It kind of became a Friday night event. I mean, obviously, you can see the writing on the wall. What I what I'm hoping it turns into, and I think what it can. And uh, now we got the right guy running it. He he's he's here to to be here for the long run and put on great shows. So, I mean, I think we're going to see uh, kind of a, a a definitely a spurt in the uh, hopefully some 410 racing around here, if not just some great racing in general of everything. But there's uh, there's a lot of good things to come in the Midwest, and I think that's uh, that's great for the future around here. Mark, switching topics a little bit back to your recovery, one thing I wanted to ask you about was, you know, every time, unfortunately, when someone gets injured in our sport, it's neat to see the community mm. come and support you. And I know that there was some stuff going on with the World of Outlaws Benevolent Fund. I've seen a bunch of fundraisers. It just seems, uh, you know, as difficult as it is right now for you, it has to be neat to see the support and see people even, you know, buying merchandise of yours at Hussett's. It I tell you what, it is the, the whole support thing since I've been, uh, injured has been absolutely just humbling. It is it is amazing how many uh, um, people are out in the community, um, and not even just from from my area, from all over. I mean, I've had several people um, just plain old send me a, a, a little note and, and and a donation from from all over the United States, and uh, it's it's amazing the generosity of people when they uh, when they see somebody in need or you know and, and something's tragic happened to them. What uh, what people can come together and do it, it's it's uh, mind-blowing to say the least it really is i mean it's just we say it and we see it every time and we, and we do the auctions and we we tell people to support this support steve king foundation support this support that uh most of us are never and hopefully none of us are ever on the receiving end of that but when you see the other side of it it is it is it is kind of neat to see that's for sure mark it, Dottmeyer, it, is, it, is, it is actually amazing to see but uh it's just very uh strange and hard for me to be on the other end of it because usually i'm on the uh 
on the opposite end. So it's it's, uh, but it is absolutely uh, humbling to see it. I bet that is weird. I bet that is, and 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 certainly nobody desires to be in that spot. That's for sure. One of the things we have seen you partaking in. Well, we you were partaking in it before the accident, but now partaking in your son's racing, Jackson's karting racing, okay? Uh, <laughs> everything I see, the kid's up front all the time, which is a chip off the old block. How is that going, and, and, and how's dad, how's mom, how's everyone handling his, his racing? I tell you what, it's going great. And actually, uh, with my accident, that was probably the uh, the highlight of my hospital stay. Is uh, Well, Jackson, he's been in a novice class, and this year he jumped up to uh, a rookie gas, which is the next step up, so now he's against uh, – a few older uh, older kids, and he went from high mat on the totem pole to, to the low guy that's got to fight his way and figure out how to win again. So um, we had a couple races earlier, and uh, he didn't. He, he was a contender, but but not where he needed to be. So uh, when I was in the hospital Wednesday night is go kart night, and uh, I was there for a week. Um, my wife was only allowed to be up there for one hour today, one hour a day for the COVID stuff. So we had planned out our Wednesday night, so she came out Wednesday night, so we watched the go karts and. Uh, I was sitting there watching the go-karts on the phone and, and the, the, uh, the crazy Jackson, my wingman, he uh, went out and he won full uh, teeth and the feature that night. So kind of the, uh, the proud papa moment in the hospital it was pretty cool to see. Oh, that is so neat. I, I love all the family stuff. Uh, so what does recovery look like? I know you mentioned that you had to do some physical therapy, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, yes. Um, so far, so good. I'm actually ahead of schedule, um, according to the doctors where I'm at, but it's obviously going to be a road, so my plan is to uh, kind of just take it easy and uh, get healed up the rest of this year and uh, and uh, do a lot of physical therapy and uh, get my, myself in shape and everything over through the winter and kind of just get a very good heal on it. And uh, my plan is to uh, spend a lot of time on the simulator this winter and uh, come back next spring hungrier than heck for a win. I can imagine. They better batten down the hatches up there when you come back after this, sitting <laughs> out like this. Holy God. Uh, it's going to be uh, – going to be the the revisit of Kyle Larson 2020 up in that area. So, um, Mark, I've got some other ground I want to cover with you here a little bit. Um, I I talked at the top of the show, and I I share this a lot of times with people. I'm I'm 10 years deep into sprint car racing, so I certainly don't go back. Aaron goes back a lot longer. You go back long as well, a long time in the sport. This area of the country, and, and we talked about Doug Wolfgang and Donnie Schatz from up that way. We talked about Houston's and Jackson and uh, you know River, uh, the, the, the River, River City Speedway and everything like that. Man, I'll tell you what, you, you live in a sprint car rich part of the area. What, where, did, where did you get your bug to start racing? Um, well, my dad had raced before, uh, he had ran sprint cars as I was growing up and, uh, he got me started in go-karts, um, right up here, just like my son's doing now. And, uh, I just always enjoyed it, you know, and had a lot of success in go-karts and, uh, and, uh, obviously jumped up to a sprint car as soon as I could, which I was a senior in high school. So 99 was my uh, first year in sprint cars, but we basically river city speedway is the home track for me. And that's kind of was my stomping grounds where I got uh, the first start in it. Um, but like the Midwest area, once I started winning races here, um, there's nothing else close to here except for Sioux Falls, which is four and a half hours away, which really isn't that bad. So we kind of did a stepping stone and we went to uh, Houston Speedway. And um, so there's a lot of good tracks in the area, but it's still a lot of travel. So for me, it's four and a half hours to Sioux Falls. And then the next step from that, obviously, would be Knoxville, which turns into the nine and a half hour drive. So, um, but there's a lot of, uh, obviously, the Midwest is kind of kind of booming right now. and and uh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next year between uh, especially the three tracks of uh, of uh, Houston Speedway, Jackson, and uh, Knoxville. I think it's going to be neat to see what happens next year. Hopefully we can get some more guys up here to River City Speedway as well. 
I was just going to say that area is booming. You know, there's always been Knoxville. Everyone knows Knoxville Nationals and Knoxville Raceway. And then you had Todd totally revitalized Jackson. When we first went back there with the Wing Nation show, I didn't even recognize the place. I was like, where? This is not. I mean, it used to be. It was pretty bad. Rough spot. Yeah, yeah. early 2000s when I ran mm. there. It looked nothing like it does now. And then you have Hussitz, which has gone up and down and wherever. But right now there's such a, a vibe or electricity, like you mentioned about it. So it's got to be kind of neat for you. You know, we, we talked at the beginning of the show. You have Pennsylvania. You have California sprint car racing. You have hotbeds here and there. But the Midwest right now has got to be some of the strongest. That's cool for you, someone who lives it and eats it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, like earlier this year, there was really no racing going on. And then I think part of it that's helped out is Midwest was kind of the first area that got opened up to go racing. So mm-hmm. yep. um, there's a lot of attention on it earlier in this year. And uh, it's just great to see it kind of come alive and get jolted up to life again around here. You know, one of my goals uh, this year before the COVID hit, I, I like to get, I, I, I mean, I love to hit my World of Outlaw races. And, of course, we do Jackson and Port Royal and Knoxville and Eldora. I love doing all of that. But I love to get to other regions of the country and see other things. And one of the areas, one of the tours I've never seen yet is the 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 NOSA, the Northern Outlaw Sprint Association tour. Of course, you're very familiar with that. Um, kind of describe that to, to to a guy that's never been up there and and that type of racing and 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 maybe it's not World of Outlaws, maybe it's more comparable to an IRA or something like that. But what what is that tour and how does that fit into this overall picture up there? Uh, well, the NOSA, the Northern Outlaw Sprint Association, is basically an association of, of drivers around here um, in the Grand Forks area and all around the community here, everywhere from Canada too. But we put it together to organize the events around here, and it's it's definitely a competitive group of guys. And there's a there's a large amount of guys that could win any night there as well. But uh, it's a competitive tour. I would really compare it to like the IRA series, something like that. Um, but they try to stay fairly close to home. It's pretty much uh, like. North Dakota, a little bit into Minnesota, and that's the majority of the races. They do squeak down to South Dakota a little bit. Um, they've had like a Watertown show or an Aberdeen show um, in South Dakota a little bit. But it's uh, you could call it probably about a 25 to 30 night schedule, usually something like that. But it's just a great series that runs around here uh, in the North Dakota area. Yeah. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, switching topics one more time. I, I have to ask about how's the, the family business, the bounty hunting? How I mean, it's got to be hurt <laughs> when you, you're not as mobile as you were. How's it going? Yeah, well, it's it's going. Uh, the radiator shop is kind of the the the, the key business, I guess. So I've been uh, I've been here working quite a bit there, but the uh, the bail bonds with the whole COVID thing has uh, slowed way way down. So um, <laughs> I'm kind of not minding that now that I'm not too much in shape to go chasing anybody down. But uh, the bail bonds are still there. It's been a little quiet on that end though, so we're uh, we're still kicking there as well. I saw a post on one of your social media fronts, and and we'll kind of uh, put a, put a wrap on it with with this sentiment. You were you were uh, praising the 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 staff at the at the bond shop, praising the staff at the radiator shop. Of course, uh, you know the wife and family and everybody with the race team. Uh, sounds like as you work through this recovery uh, portion of your of of, of twenty twenty in your life, Mark. It sounds like you're surrounded by some really good people, and and that has had to make this time period uh, be 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 better as well. Absolutely, that's that's what's uh, that's what made it bearable for me. Actually, uh, it's kind of funny. I kind of feel like a caged guy once in a while because uh, if I if I'm at, at home and I do if they catch me trying to lift something or anything, my wife gets all over me. And <laughs> if I'm at the radiator shop, they try to catch me trying to pick up a radiator or something. These guys will throw me in the test bank if I do that. So <laughs> they uh, they definitely keep a good eye on me and take care of everything. And uh, it's been uh, it's been a great uh, a great way to do it. It's just not a fun fun thing to do. So. 
Yeah. Sometimes through the strange experiences become other other things that are that are that, that, that kind of come out of it, and uh, and and I kind of sense that with it. Mark, uh, we appreciate your time. We always love chatting with you after those big race wins, and uh, we're going to do that again down the road when you get some more of these wins piling up here as you continue on. But uh, we appreciate the update on the recovery and everything all else dynamite in the world. Hey, thanks for joining us here today on Wing Nation. You bet. Thank you very much for having me on. Appreciate it. There we go. Dynamite. Mark Dobmeyer joining us here. Man, he just he just is he's just a badass race car driver. He isn't is. He? I mean, and I, I feel like his success at Houston's and River Cities tells you that he's. Oh a yeah, badass. you can't I mean, just be. The, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't be. You just can't be one of these finesse only yeah. race car drivers and Your and do elbows it there. Up. Yeah, I mean, you you got to, you know, set him on the dash, put the elbows up in the air, and go for it. <laughs> exactly. And he is, yeah, he is. But yet, he is also one of these drivers that's gone down to Knoxville and had success. He won a prelim oh, yeah. night a couple years ago, runs well at Jackson as well. So, on those tracks that are not cowboy up, he gets around those joints yep. pretty well as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's good stuff, sure it really is. And he's got Buffalo Wild Wings as a sponsor <laughs> on that thing. I love it. Oh, might leave here and get some of those garlic parmesan wings. Mm, those are the best. Love the garlic. Yeah. I am a okay. I'm going to go again off the rails. Oh. I know this may shock you. Talking food. Yes, well, this is talking food. This is important here. Um, I know this may shock you. I am like I am an anti-chain guy in yeah. general terms. I generally, when I go to a town, I try to find a mom and pop joint. I love local, authentic food. I love to explore various kinds of foods. I mean, I, I'm not, there's not much, I'm not going to eat bugs and worms, but beyond that, I'm 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 good with trying different kinds of foods. Um, and a, a daughter that spent a fair amount of time in the vegan, uh, in, in the, the vegan category of eaters, and we found some spectacular food at vegan joints, so I'm not scared to go anywhere. But I'm, I'm, I'm not, but I'm not ashamed to say, but I am as, a, as an anti- chain guy i travel all over the country and i get wings all over the country and there's some great wings out there but my favorite wing are the garlic parmesan (laughs) parmesan garlic wings at buffalo wild wings i mean and then you find a store that does them daytona style where they grill them after they slobber them Mm. up with sauce because i'm i prefer it and that's the other thing i prefer a dry wing yet my favorite one is a sloppy wing from a chain restaurant because it's that good, Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, I might have to try. How do you order that again? Oh, I'm just going right to the store there. Yeah, but when you order, oh, you got to get well, the, no, some the stores, Daytona some, grilled well, sloppy. Some stores, no, some stores will, after they slobber them up with the sauce, yeah. the good stuff, some will put them on the grill, which kind of dries them out a little oh, bit more. Oh, that's the key. Uh, the one here in Concord doesn't do that. Oh. Uh, the one up near Eldora does Can you do request that. it? Uh, I've requested here, and they don't do it. It just probably depends on the grill setup, because it's got to mess up the grill. Got to be pretty messy. Yeah, it does. I mean, but but uh, I first discovered this up at um, Greenville, Ohio. Uh, we were up there for the Eldora truck race, and I went in, and the, the gal said, "I said, I said, I, I like this." And she said, "Well, we're just doing Daytona style." I'm like, "What's that?" She brought them out. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is the best of everything. This is dry Parmesan garlic." So good stuff. Uh, I don't know if Woo! that was a. I don't know my talking about being an anti-chain guy, but loving Buffalo Wild Wings was a good endorsement for them or not. I guess it might be a good endorsement for them, but um, uh, it was good Woo! stuff. All right, let's get back to it. Exactly. What do we have to do here? Oh, I know what we got to do. We got to read this uh, from here. Okay. Um, so oh, we. Uh, yeah, we're. Uh, we got to do this. We got. I had another. I, no, I'm not. I'm not running us off the reservation anymore. I got things I've got to do, and that next one was going to be a 10 minute conversation. So the Ford F-150. Let's talk about that. It's America's best selling full size pickup for good reason. It delivers an unsurpassed combination of power, capability, and efficiency. There's not a sprint car out there that this thing can't push, tow, pull, or haul. 
The F-150 offers best-in-class payload and up to 13,200 pounds of available towing thanks to its most advanced powertrain lineup ever, including a 3.0-liter Power Stroke Turbo Diesel V6. Ford F-50, F-150, built Ford Tough. Stay with us. More Wing Nation. I'm going sprint car racing this weekend. It looks like <laughs> more Wing Nation is coming up in just a moment. Woohoo! Team Dryden. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. So I was looking through a Hercules, or yeah, this is, this is. We're still talking wings, We were still talking way. wings during the break, okay? We were still talking wings during the break. You were talking about a joint up in Albany, New York that had really good wings. Mm-hmm, the Rock. Okay, and you mentioned you sent Tom Schmay, formerly I with did. the Sprint Car Hall of Fame up there. Yes, because he's a big college hockey fan. Yes, so he, he was at my hockey. old alma mater, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, and I sent him to this place. And So if you're ever up in the Albany area, I'll, I'll send you there. It's there called you go. The Rock. Oh, man, I'm going to have to check that it's out. Exactly. Next time I'm in Albany. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, the, we, we talk about the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. I flipped over the calendar, and there is not one birthday this wow. week of a Hall of Famer. That doesn't but happen. But they are busy coming up with the week coming up out there at the Sprint How Car Hall Jeff of Fame. How is Jeff Gordon not on the Sprint Car Hall of Fame calendar? Well, that's a good one. He's not a Sprint Car Hall of Famer. Well, uh, we, yeah, we still have, like... Well, that's we, true. He should yeah. be on that calendar. Stays You're right about birthday. that. Because Yeah, exactly. So Tuesday. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, um, well, it is going to be a busy time out at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Uh, the 360 Nationals, of course, the Oski Challenge is just down the road at Tuscaloosa, the one and only. And, and Aaron, they have the Greg Hodnett exhibit as well. Yeah. That is that is going to be, if you're going to be in the area, you've got to go check that out. I know. I'm out. so sad we're going to miss it. I really hope that they prolong that. We'll have to see. Yeah. Bob Baker has second floor seating available. So if you want some seating for the one and only or the 360 Nationals this weekend. And as always, the gift shop is open as well. And that is big. So a big, big weekend coming up. Uh, World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. They're at Peevely for the Ironman 55. Uh, Talk about Cowboy Up. Yeah, another one of them. Pull them belts tight. Belts tight. You're going to need them on that one. Okay. The My Place Hotels 360 Nationals. Uh, I love love this because there's so many uh, neat stories coming in here. Uh, I just love the top two from last Saturday night. Yeah. Linton Jeffrey with the win, and Tim Schaefer in Tony Stewart's 14 car. Schaefer's entered in this thing. Yeah. That's my pick. That's I'm going with Schaefer to win this thing. That's a, I'm going with Schaefer solid to win pick this right thing. there. Well, it is. Then we all go Aliquippa on everybody. <laughs> um, it is. So I, I love this 360 National because the Knoxville regulars, guys like Clint Garner, are just so good yep. at that racetrack. Then you've got uh, Sam Hayford, and, and Roger Crocker, and, and Harley yeah. White. Then you've got the McCarls, the 410 guys. Brownie's going to be in the middle of it all. And, 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 and uh, Corey Eliasson's going to be yep. there. 
I mean, this, this is going to be good. It's going to be great. The Sage, we talk about McCarl's, the Sage Fruit Ultimate Challenge coming up Sunday for the ASCS, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Uh, Racing Boy is going to have that. And then the Sage Fruit Front Row Challenge on Monday night is a $10,000 to win 410 Sprint Car Show. Our friends at ASCS, the National Tour, of course, they have Saturday, they have this whole weekend at Knoxville and the Oski Challenge, um, the, the Ultimate Challenge on Sunday night. Then they're doing, and I love what they're doing here, ASCS Sprint Week powered by Smiley's. Non-points all-star format. So if Harley White or Roger Crockett or Blake Hahn or Sam Hafertip want to go run Knoxville, yep. it's not the Nationals. I, if, the, if the Nationals is happening, this isn't happening. But again, it's not the Nationals. It's the World of Outlaw one and only. And so Tuesday night at Lakeside Speedway in Kansas City, Wednesday in Caney Valley Speedway in Caney, uh, Kansas, Thursday night, 81 Speedway Park in Park City, Kansas. Friday, Creek County Speedway in Sepulpa, Oklahoma. Yes, I love that joint. Never been there, but I love saying the name Sepulpa. Saturday, I-30 Speedway in Little Rock, Arkansas. And because Emmett Hahn just couldn't get enough, they added another one. Sunday at Diamond Park Speedway in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. And so it's all going to be on Racing Boys. It's their, it's their sprint week powered by Smiley's. They're going to use the all-star format. Uh, Brian Hulbert cracked me up. Brian is the voice of it and just greatest guy on the planet. Brian said, you know 2020 is weird when ASCS is not going to go have races without passing points. I know. Uh, it's just another sign of the apocalypse, apparently. <laughs> and so, um, But they're going to do it. So it is going to be big. So I am going to be racing boying it all next oh, week. Yeah. I can't wait to see this 360 racing there as well. Regional racing, they're out in Wyoming is where the uh, regional tours are, the frontier region. Okay. Uh, I mentioned this. I'm uh, looking forward to it. I'm uh, actually going to go racing this weekend, it looks like, uh, if the stars align right. I'm going to be up at uh, Road America for the uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series. Uh, just down the road a piece is Wilmot Raceway. I've never been there before. Now, you've been there, yeah, right? Yeah, great track. Yeah. David Gravel loves that place. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. David sure Gravel does. owns a wing of that place. This one's going to be neat. It's the Founders Trophy for IRA. The founders of the IRA, Ray Toft. Whitey Harris and the late Junior Dodd. They're the founders of it. This is a race held in their honor. And, 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 and I guess it's in memory of, uh, of Junior Dodd, but in honor of Ray and Whitey. But what this is, the winner's name goes on this trophy, and it goes back over to the Southeastern Wisconsin Racing Hall of Fame, where it is housed. Oh, that's neat. So it's one of those you get your name on a trophy races. It's all so about the trophies. I know it is. I can't wait to get over there and see it. I love my IRA guys. I love, like, Scotty Neitzel. Yeah. Uh, Jake Blackhurst and Bill Baylog and the whole gang And you'll over be there. rubbing it in that you're at the racetrack. Oh, I'm going to be. I'm going to wear you out on this one here. <laughs> I'm, 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 I haven't got to enough sprint car races this year. So Yeah, uh, I'm at zero, so yeah, I don't Well, that's it. true. I, it's been, it's, it's. 2020. We're just we're just blaming that for everything that's wrong with the world. Seems like I had well now okay. So those of you watching on Thursday and in Canada or listening on Thursday in Canada, uh, we're on tonight at nine o'clock on Rev TV Canada. We announced this on uh, we announced this on Tuesday on our show. So Rev TV Canada is coming up. You can get Wing Nation Apparel at www.wingnation.com. And coming up on Saturday on Mav TV and tonight on Rev TV is Wing Nation by Sage Fruit with Aaron Evernham, our guest. Who's that? Ashley, yeah, I know. Some <laughs> some uh some fiery 
hot-blooded redhead that picked on my friend Terry McCarl a couple times. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there you have it. So, man, I'll tell you what. We have had a ball this week, we though, have. talking sprint car racing. I love Mark Dobmeyer, and I love that we have this little bit longer format so we get a chance to talk to him because there's so many facets between his kid, his recovery, his racing, the area, the region, the bond, bail bonds, and everything else. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get from Mark. And what I want to know is or want to see his full recovery and him a smiling face standing in victory lane. And some Buffalo Wild Wings. So oh, here we go. we got to work on that. So uh, you can follow along with us all weekend long on our social media challenge, uh, uh, channels. Challenges as well. I've had trouble speaking now because i got Buffalo Wild I'm Wings on the mind. about Daytona style. I know. Daytona style. That's right. Uh, Twitter, we're at Wing Nation. Make sure that you're at the racetrack this weekend. You hashtag tweet your seat. Facebook, we're on the Facebook group page. Our YouTube channel has all of the interviews all over the place. Uh, it's just phenomenal stuff as well. So, hey, until we chat again... Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Thanks again to Mark Dobmeyer for joining us as well. It's Wing Nation, presented by Dryden, by DRF Racing Oils, and by Hercules Tires. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, and that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. And our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com slash KeepStock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.